swords and candle art to spark souls and charge souls to cross roads and bandits are catacombs and giant doors protect the chest of stores and legendary items with the dragon bones and iron it's ores. a grand theft of elk scrolls simon's quest the tone earl rock shoes to every clue keeps the exit gaming news the potus needs some bad dudes to crash crew like bandicoot all shit a game in english control nations Control issues. Yes, yes, y'all. Yes, y'all. Yes, y'all. Yes, y'all. <laughs> this is Control Issues. I am the AMC. And this is a dub. You can find us at control issues.com. You can also go to your podcast provider, whoever that may be. Look for Control Issues, download it, subscribe to it, rate it, view it, give it five stars, do all that stuff. And then head on over to Twitter. My control issues is the handle, and I'm pretty sure I forgot to mention twitch.tv slash control issues pod, where we put up gameplay videos for your viewing pleasure. AMC, how you living? Been living pretty well for the past two weeks. Everybody in the house sick but me. Don't know how I've managed to avoid all that, but it's I feel like it's just there. I'm I'm always the last to get sick, so I'm, I'm doing everything I need to do. I'm, I'm getting my sleep. I'm taking emergencies. Doing, doing everything I can. Emergency. Uh, emergency. Uh, yeah, doing everything possible. And yeah, holding you got it down. good genes, man. Yeah, holding it down well. Um, as as I mentioned to A-Dub before the show, went to the Aquarium of the Pacific before before hopping on here with you. Got to see some got to see some sea life do their thing in a in a in a cage. Well, not really a cage. It's more. <laughs> cage. It, it's it's behind glass, but I guess it's a it's a glass cage. But yeah, mm-hmm. they're, they're doing the damn thing. Saw some octopus. Saw some saw some lobsters. Saw some otters, sea lions. You know er- everything that's possible to see. I guess of the ocean that isn't. I want I want I want them to open up a section of the uh you know the the dark dark part of the ocean where like there's no light, <laughs> and then I want I want them to have like just an area of that like an exhibit where it's just pitch black but you can see like that fish that has like the glowing bulb hanging in front of his face checking out them anglers <laughs> yeah like all, all those all those like sea monsters that we never really see because they avoid the light mm-hmm. um that i feel like that's the the next level of the aquarium and then uh yeah took the took the o to a park the other day we, we went on a seesaw <laughs> did the damn thing there we we're loving it but hey dub how, how's your week been how's your t- how's your two weeks been Two weeks have been good. The heat wave is mostly behind us. It got a little warm over this weekend. So, you know, I'm trying to debate whether I'm going to put on the long sleeve or rock the guns out. Now, just getting back into my regular routine, working out more and, you know, starting to starting to get it back, <laughs> get myself together <laughs> in my advanced age. But, yeah, and yeah, just working, gaming and keeping it together, keeping it moving, getting on my, my discipline. Oh yeah, what you what you been gaming on? So, as you guys know, I was into Doom, and by now I should have bodied that shit. However, it came to my attention that season twenty seven of Diablo started like a month ago, and I was like, "Oh shit, I'm late." And put it in, looked through my my list of characters, and was like, "Okay, it looks like Monk, Demon Hunter, 
and which doctor on my least play or barbarian, I should say, on my least played. So I picked one of those. So running with a monk and rapidly assembled this absurd build around Tempest Rush, where but long story short is that I am like Torment 16 is nothing to me. It may as well be like Torment 1. I'm just enemies instantly dying when I step on the scene. I'm taking no damage. My numbers are absurd. I saw 10.4 trillion pop out of an enemy one time. And I'm, I'm just having a blast. I learned a lot more about Kanai's Cube because I wiki that. Make sure I check it out. And I learned that you could basically re-roll legendaries if you have the resources and you have a one in 10 chance of it being re-rolled as an ancient. So, you know, for these almost 10 years of Diablo 3, I've just been running around just trying to knock the thing I want out of an enemy. Instead, I could have been way more intentional and probably gotten to my, my top level of power or my desired build several hours earlier, been leveling up faster. But yeah, it's, I continue to learn new things and find new ways to play. And all that is just making me more and more anxious to get my hands on Diablo four and figure out how those systems interact, see all the new items, all the new legendary abilities, the new, the new Paragon table with just the overwhelming amount of nodes for different ways to modify your character based on your play style. So yeah, it's, these seasons and this ongoing support of Diablo continues to demonstrate how dedicated Blizzard is to their product. But it's been 10 years and they're still putting in new content in Diablo 3. So Diablo 4, I know it's going to come out the gate sprinting and it's not going to let up. It's only going to speed up. But AMC, what have you been playing? Uh, two games... One, one, one's a new game and one uh, I've been playing. So um, I first start out with Nobody Saves the World. That's the game that I've been playing with Marissa. We've been putting in work, like not watching any TV so far behind on all the TV because all we've been doing is playing Nobody Saves the World, mixing in an occasional episode of British Baking Show, but mainly focused on <laughs> Nobody Saves the World. And yeah, it got awesome. Unlocked the, I'm assuming the final character, which was the dragon. Then we started focusing on leveling up all the different characters within the game. The dragon, the robot, the mermaid, mm -hmm. the, the strong man, all of them. Uh, the necromancer. Did all the did all the quests, found all the, well, found almost all the fairies, did all the dungeons, cleared out all the dungeons, made our way to the, um, the final battle in the mouth of hell, handled that <laughs> business, cleared up the, uh, the contamination, the fungus, the calamity. That have been attacking that world, and we beat Nobody Saves the World. Absolutely yeah, amazing game. Deal. Yeah, it was absolutely amazing. Put in that work. It was it was fun. It was really fun. Like uh, as I said, it was made by Drinkbox, people who made Guacamele. So it had the things you like about Guacamele, but it was different. So it was it was a top down style of game. So like almost like similar to uh, like Diablo at times, but not without the loot. Like you're more focusing on um, just unlocking characters and leveling up those, those characters within their classes. And um, yeah, so like we just enjoy the shit out of it, beat that, had a good time with that. So now it's, we actually agreed that we're going to take a break 
from video games for a little bit <laughs> like uh because we fell so far behind on on our shows um because we basically went from golf story and golf story got pretty addicting and to the point where we weren't really watching tvs while playing golf story and then i bought nobody saves the world before we beat golf story so then we just rolled right into nobody saves the world and yeah i just fell behind on everything so we're like all right we're gonna we're gonna take a break for about like maybe a month try to watch some shows we gotta beat we gotta finish boba fett we still gotta watch thor uh get all that oh, in you have so much good stuff yeah i know we gotta get all that in um and then uh i gotta get in this fool uh, my co-worker yes, like, you do yeah my co-worker's like have you started this fool yet and i'm like nah I, i've been anyways yeah so this show is great <laughs> thank yeah, you for recommending that yeah um so yeah now we're gonna do that and then so as for me uh as my solo gaming goes uh, as i had mentioned i've been playing elden ring for a, a period now and i kind of hit a point i'm at around 70 hours and i was just like you know i need, I need a break from elden ring it's, it's you're almost of, there you get there you're, <laughs> you're in the back half of the game <laughs> yeah, totally maybe um <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so yeah i just decided to take a break i've been I, I purchased this game Astro Chain on the Switch uh, oh, a, a, a nice. little bit ago and uh, made by Platinum. Fun game uh, just to set it up. So you basically you're part of this like this police special forces group. And um, what's going on is there's some type of invasion um, from a like, you know, from another dimension, we'll say like basically these these portals appear and then these monsters pour out through the portals they try to pull people back through the portal with them and your your uh your division is tasked with basically shutting down these portals and the specialty behind your division is that you get paired up with these um we'll just say it's a it's an alien life form that they've managed to i guess uh capture and then pair up with these um pair up with these humans who are you know compatible and then they develop this symbiotic relationship and basically you have a minion that fights with you and the idea behind the game the astro chain is it's the uh the connection the link between you and it's a literal chain that, that's connected to this minion so it's like it's like your pet but you know they're they have different forms uh and so where i'm at in the game is basically um we're, we're fighting these these demon invaders fucking him up and then shit goes bad i get pulled in through the portal the re the uh other five dudes in my task force go through the portal with me something something goes wrong they lose all of their they're called legions it's like very much like scryed you know like like the homie with his was it my vigorous left fist <laughs> Not right. um, Shell bullet. <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah so it's very much like that and um they lose their legions and then i was the only one that managed to regain connection with my legion and then so now i'm pretty much the entire task force and now i've been tasked to get back the other four legions and then we're gonna i guess fuck up these demons once yes. once that all occurs I'm so with my boys right yeah i'll fuck you up <laughs> yeah exactly and uh what's really fun about the action is it's very much like um character action ish yeah. but um with the uh with the astro chain uh what's pretty cool is that so you can control like if you hit if you hold down r2 you can control how the uh the symbiote moves so you can like move it around the battlefield and certain things you can do is like you can take it and then wrap it around an enemy with the chain and that will bind the enemy um if an enemy does a rush you can 
basically split up you and the symbiote so like the you know like the red rover red rover situation happens where you catch the enemy in the chain and then you can launch them back and then like you know then combo them up <laughs> once you launch them back so they, they work out some interesting things and I, I guess as the game develops like um i'm still learning new moves that i can do with the um with the legion um and so it's really awesome. As I uh, as I regain the legions, from what I understand, then I can then switch up my legion to one of the other of the four as I unlock them. And they all have their own specialties. Some are distance. One's like a a demon, not a demon, uh, an animal. When I've come across like certain quests where I can only um, perform certain quests, um, I guess certain like I can solve certain cases if I have uh, the different legions on me. So there's replayability there because as of right now i can't access any of those but yeah um just a fun game just whooping that ass um <laughs> i looked at how long it takes to beat it said about 26 hours so it shouldn't be go. long i'll beat that and then i'll probably be back in the elder ring if not um i want to play one more new game uh for the year just so i can have a couple games on my list for for that game of the year contention trolleys with the trolleys exactly but yeah really loving asshole chain and then our next girlfriend game is going to be kirby uh the forgotten lands actually that will be another 20 2022 game to play uh but yeah we, as the, i said the misbegotten lands the misbegotten lands and so yeah that will be um our game to play within like a month or so and then i'll be playing some some more games but a dub where we, we have a hard out a dub's gonna go listen to some poetry tonight some some slam poetry a dub's culture uh so yeah we got we gotta we gotta hit these topics a dub so let's get into these topics of the week topics of the week you want to lead uh you know yeah i'll lead it since um since we have a you know since we have a a hard out let's get right into you know the state of play happened there we saw some some footage we got some announcements so i figured we could hit you know the big ones that you know caught our eye the things that we're following uh, the things that stood out to us. So, A-Dub, is there anything on there that you would like to lead with? you want me to just start it off first? Actually, yeah, there is something I want to lead with. It's this immediately eye-catching, just unique game that they showed off by the name of Pacific Drive. So, this is going to be the first title. It's coming from a studio by the name of Ironwood. And what it does is it puts you in this vehicle in post-apocalyptic world. Uh, yeah. But like there's something's happening and your only means of survival is to upgrade and properly navigate your vehicle through this world. So yeah, it's it's all about you in this station wagon and you're, you're upgrading it. Uh, it's putting the players behind the wheel as they drive around what appears to be a post-apocalyptic version of the Pacific Northwest. And just, it looks like it's, first person driving and yeah it's a very unique kind of project it's the kind of thing that i like to support because i like to see new and unique ideas and yeah man it's it's got that survival aspect going on it's got the the aspect of upgrading upgrading your stuff so that you can survive longer do different things and it's delightfully weird i love driving i like science fiction post-apocalyptic world so all this mashing up into what appears to be probably the most unique game to come along in a good while. Well, not a good while. Inscription was pretty dope, apparently. But yeah, man, I'm excited for Pacific Drive. How'd you feel? Did you see it? Or yeah, yeah. Um, 
my first thought when I first saw it, I was like, oh shit, they got like a Ghostbusters game because that's how that's how the, the car. Yeah, like the car kind of had that feel, and then like you're looking at it, you got all like the you got all that that, that tech, but like it's like kind of like you know like retro tech. Yeah, <laughs> all up in the cars, like, so all that like, cobbled together stuff. Yeah, and then like as the game kept going, I was like, oh okay, all right, all right, I see what you're doing here. Um, so yeah, it, it looked interesting. I guess my question is, um, for a person that likes driving. Does the first person aspect of the driving, does that bother you at all? Or do you think it'll be something that you can work with in this game? It is a little bit of a turnoff. So it's the uniqueness and the the creativity of this idea that's doing the heavy lifting. Like, you know, I make exceptions for first person games where there's something special and there's more that's going on than just running and shooting. Like even Doom, there's there's more to it. Like there's the trials, there's your upgrades, you, you suit, you're getting all your equipment to expand your your traversal and your combat capabilities. And, you know, there's stuff going on while all wrapped up around a dope ass shooting experience. So this looks like there's a lot of stuff going going on while also being wrapped around a first person driving experience. So I can tolerate it to get to everything else that it's offering. Yeah. Um if anything, I, I yeah, I feel like it gets a pass because, you know, it seemed like there's a lot of not focus, but they definitely showed off like, you know, just that dashboard mm-hmm. and, and you know, the head movement of looking to the side. So it seems like a game that's full of, you know, set pieces and things along those lines. So for I guess the cinema, the cinematic like um immersion, we'll say, um, because of that. I can understand why they would want it to be a first person experience from, you know, from inside the, inside the car, give you that somewhat Jurassic park experience. Yeah. Of like just driving as like shit's just popping off outside the window, like right next to you. But with that little bit of a uh, separation because you're inside the car. Um, so I, I totally get why they're doing it. And I mean, if they do it right, it's definitely one of those things that could have like everything going for you as far as like a thriller, but from within a car, just you and your vehicle doing the damn thing yes uh let's see uh what you got this one we get hit real quick this is a one of the few vr titles but it is a vr title that caught my eye insane i'm gonna be getting the psvr too but that game dimio <laughs> uh it was Dimeo, a yeah i like that one yeah so yeah, I'll just read the IGN breakdown, but uh, a cooperative dungeon crawling survival game. Dimio is officially coming to PSVR 2. Players can fully fully immerse themselves in the tabletop-esque world, rolling dice and dishing out cards in VR. So yeah, that was... I mean, I believe that there... I can't remember the game, but there was a game that we saw somewhat recently, and it was like, you know, we see in like all these different tactical turn-based games, but this one had like a true, you know, tabletop experience within that turn-based style like they had like the the minifigures you could paint them and all that stuff mm-hmm. um and i was like when i saw that game i was like commenting on like you know like more games are starting to kind of get that like they've always tried to get that tabletop feel but you know something was lost in translation and it's we're now <laughs> yeah exactly and so now like we're starting to see games really figure out how to implement that but with but from like uh you know from a video game perspective and you know, from a VR standpoint, this seems like perfect. Like just seeing like the action moving through, you know, you have that overhead view, but then you're also moving through the corridors with your minifigs. And then you're seeing like the enemies pop out. And then I love that added aspect of, you know, the card battler, like we're seeing more card battlers as as well. So I think it's just a match made in heaven. And I think these are the type of games that are made for VR. Like you can't, 
really get this experience from you know just playing with you know just a controller on your tv but to be within the actual like diorama from the vr perspective i think mm-hmm. it, it gives it that unique perspective that you would want from you know from having a headset on and so i think because of that this is like one of those games that i'm like damn like i want to hear more about this see, see how people what they think when it comes out and all that good stuff what did you think of this game adub before we move on i mean the moment i saw it i was just like all right we, we got ourselves a little tabletop RPG going on. And, and then they revealed it was for VR. It was like, you know what? I, I totally see that. And that's, these are the kind of games that VR makes possible. So now, you know, we can look for one day a Warhammer tabletop game in VR. And that might be one of those things that really sets off the platform. But yeah, insofar as Demio, I'm loving the art style. I like the nuance of the gameplay, like the breadth of, of options and mechanics it's got excellent charm and yeah that's it's something i'm going to be keeping my eye on i am going to be in the market for a psvr2 i think this is the, this is the time to, to change up the situation do something a little different and well, especially yeah. now you got the you got the setup now <laughs> yeah <laughs> you can just clear out move that table Oh man, that's like uh, AMC will be there. Smash, (laughs) smash my TV. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I hope you. I hope you do. I hope you get this shit. And then above all else, I can always use that theater mode for the standard games and see what that's about. And you know, just having options when my peeps come over. You know, normally we play a little overcooked, a little moving out. I'm still trying to get people to to do some couch co op Diablo. Like, yeah, you. Enjoy this, yeah, but you know, have the VR just watch the homie (laughs) VR and smoking a bowl while the homie's playing and doing the damn thing, (laughs) you know, maybe even be be a kind of of entertainment device for when I have the ladies, Uh, yeah, (laughs) like, yeah, girl, check this out, yeah, 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 you have a 3D model yourself (laughs) inside this. Yeah, you can do whatever you want to. <laughs> yeah, got the got the haptic feedback when you rub that chest. Yes. Uh all right. What's the uh, what's the next game? Next game is one that we've seen before, however, with an updated look as well as a name change. Uh some of you may remember it as Project Eve. However, yeah. it will be henceforth known as Stellar Blade. It's my kind of game. Uh, finally, yeah. finally a good game. Uh. <laughs> so if you guys remember Project Eve and what is now Stellar Blade, it's the third person character action game. Uh, it's got the it's got the woman character, and yeah, she's, yeah, yeah, nobody knows what's going on with her. But she she's got a sword. She's handling business. It has some of the most fluid and like cinematic looking animations I've seen in this kind of game to the point where it's something that I feel like I want to get just to play around with that combat and see just see the spectacle. Uh yeah, so this game is coming out next year. It's an extremely shiny shiny looking action game and it comes from Korean studio Shift Up. It's back with the new name. We got some gameplay and cinematics and A-Dubs personally looking forward to it. AMC, how do you feel about this Stellar Blade news? Um, Yeah, it looked pretty cool. Um, I know this is a game that 
people who are who aren't fans of Aloy and yeah. <laughs> and Ellie. <laughs> yeah, they're they're circling the wagons. <laughs> this is this is your game, folks. Um, they got but no, their yeah. call. <laughs> but outside of all that, um, no, the game does look like it's a fun game. Um, the action just looked looked great as far as like just the. So I've been keeping my eye on like Bayonetta. That's a game that I think I might pick up this year. Um, I've never played oh. any of the previous ones, and I always heard the previous ones are great. And this one looks like it's just that on steroids. So um, this this game kind of gives me th- those vibes as far as just like one female protagonist, but then just that that character action, insane like insane but very stylized combat. Like you see the character like. She hits like a character and all of a sudden like switches like her weapon to like like a like a huge like plasma rifle. <laughs> like awesome. Mm-hmm. Like that. Like it's uh but it looks like very awesome. And so yeah, um this is definitely a game that I want to see, especially when it comes out, see how people react to it. Hopefully it does the damn thing and um people love it because I think more of these games, nothing wrong with that, is what I'll say. Absolutely. AMC, uh, what else you got? Let's see. Uh, we have a new game from the developers of Neo Adub. Oh, we got we got. An, oh, wait, so uh, yeah, I know. So we got we got another. Oh no, not another open world samurai game. <laughs> oh, see, the, yeah. the trend has begun. Now, now they see it can work. Yeah. Oh well, yeah. People were people were hating on Ubisoft, and now you're realizing every developer is going to soon have their open world samurai game on the way. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah. It's uh this game is called Rise of the Ronin. 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 Let's see. Um Neo developer Team Ninja has announced an open world samurai game called Rise of the Ronin. 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 A PlayStation 5 console exclusive with the 2024 release window. A trailer showed off the gorgeous world set during the modernization period of Japan. Interesting. So we got like that. It's almost like that. Um kind of gives me vibes of what was it uh red dead 2 not red dead 2 red dead redemption um where you're kind of going through that phase of you know the cowboy is kind of on its way out things are kind of modernizing um and yeah with this game it's like you're a samurai but then you see like you see the samurai like flipping like a musket <laughs> like, mm-hmm. a, like, a, like a musket blade <laughs> like yeah. blasting people he's got like a gun blade but it's like a, an old school gun blade um yeah so um it's you know it's what what i will say about this is it gives different vibes from you know just like ghost of tsushima in that way it's funny because neo has this thing about like and i hope this game gets its due but like you know the developers of neo so i'll say team ninja uh like neo neo comes out it's pretty good but you know we got we have from software and then so with this game rise of the ronin coming out you know open world samurai game we see the samurai floating in its glider because every game got got a glider now um and you know all that stuff and hopefully it'll stand out on its own enough i'm kind of looking at ghost of tsushima as maybe the more grounded of the samurai experiences like we've seen you know we've seen like what assassin's creed spin on it is like as we mentioned in the previous episode more of a ninja but you know in that in that setting and then this one it's you're a samurai but you know you you got like a musket blade going <laughs> and things yeah. like that so it's uh it's a little different from that um perspective uh but yeah i i don't know what did you think when you saw this game they dub i thought it looked very very familiar just in that it obviously has neo bones 
underneath it it has that like art style and that same kind of movement uh personally i found it was a little silly for me <laughs> once he started pulling out the gun i was like oh we're that kind of summer <laughs> and like don't get me wrong it's that that kind of thing has been done before from software had a sword saint ishan well, i mean like what was it the uh that well like a dragon but you know yakuza game that's being brought to the u.s yeah. and like he's yeah, like straight up like, he's like he's slicing with the blade spinning and shooting with like a revolver <laughs> yeah so yeah, so, yeah it's <laughs> it'll be interesting i hope that it sticks to landing and it finds its audience personally <laughs> it, that's not the kind of surprise <laughs> i'm going for <laughs> ghost of Tsushima was about where i want to be i'm going to be paying close attention to assassin's creed red codename red uh also you know Sekiro, one of my favorite games of all time. So that th those are high bars to me. However, it looks like it's going to be a well put together game. So maybe I'll see something in the marketing run and the, the coming info blowouts that will catch my eye. Right now, I'm kind of on the fence about it. However, it new game. Can't argue with that. Already seeing what 2024 is going to shape up like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly uh anything else a dub i mean we got we got the big one but uh yeah. anything else before we get to that another game that stepped out to me was sin duality and yeah, that's you were gonna mention this i was wondering yeah. what your thoughts were oh it's, it's got max <laughs> <laughs> got max got a girl <laughs> got max got, got a big girl max. yeah exactly and it's, yeah it, it just looks awesome so it, third person shooter has max that's a major selling point uh, that's coming with a 2023 release window. So we don't have a lot of information. However, you should check it out yourself. I recommend people check it out and just look at it. I don't think it's really going to set the world on fire or anything. However, it's going to set me on fire because it's got the stuff that I'm looking for. And it, it looks great with what it's doing. So hopefully it sticks to land. <laughs> All right. Let's get to the uh, the big one. Uh, we could eh, we could do two parts with this. Um, I'll just talk about the uh, the initial kind of like the uh, what is it like the the deke the juke <laughs> the uh, so at the very end of the uh, state of play we're like oh shit we're about to see yeah. some God of War and it's like yeah we got God of War we got God of War duelists baby yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah so we saw the uh we saw that there there's going to be a a dual sense a themed god of war themed dual sense controller um uh, look pretty nice i like the colors got the got the symbol on the uh was on that touch on that touch part touchpad yeah yeah what were your thoughts a dub on the controller before we get to the the big reveal <laughs> i like the color scheme wasn't really a fan of the design on the touchpad <laughs> That's about the extent of it. Your boy <laughs> Dub's looking for a dual sense edge because I'm trying to step my shit up. I got that stick drift. <laughs> I need to I need to upgrade. But yeah, it's it looks cool. It, it'll be an excellent promo device, and yeah, just waiting for this goddamn game. All right, well, I'll let you take it from here. What did you think of the gameplay trailer of God of War? A Dub. I thought it looked phenomenal, man. I mean, God of War 2018 was already a phenomenal game. Excellent visuals. The, the what is it, the one-shot approach to the way that it's directed did a lot to just amplify the cinematic quality of the presentation. And it looks like God of War 2 is standing on those shoulders. Kratos and Atreus are getting in it 
<laughs> characteristically, you, they show off a lot of action and then they give you a little tease of what we all know is coming with the face-off between Kratos and Thor. That that that, that full body Thor. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, dead body Thor. <laughs> dead, yeah. <laughs> that that looking like melted ice cream Thor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. It was, what did uh, you think? I thought it was pretty cool. Um, yeah. Uh, on a personal level, I'm I'm still trying to figure out where I'm at with God of War as far as like um if I'm going to day one this or if I'm going to wait this one out. But uh, yeah, as far as like the action, everything looked good. Uh, I like seeing the the dynamic. Now we're getting kind of, you know, was it like preteen, teen Atreus? So he's like, he's arguing with Kratos. He's not yeah. just like, he's not just taking orders. He's like, I gotta, I gotta look after you, dad. He's like, look at me. I'll keep talking. <laughs> he's got, he's see, got, that's that, that's that Kratos rage bubbling up. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta take care of you, old man. <laughs> um, and then, uh, yeah, Kratos, Kratos, not knowing the uh, the secrets, the, the spoiler secrets behind Atreus. So he's like, like he's like, what the fuck's going on? Like, why is Thor coming after, coming after us? So um, a child. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how that that whole dynamic plays out between you know dad and boy or dad and I guess preteen. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's you know, dad and little man. <laughs> It's like one of those things. It's like it's kind of like more God of War, but then like it's not because you're just looking at that action and it's just like fuck. Like it's just the it was very much like a uh, a tone setter like trailer and just seeing all the different characters that you're gonna come across in the in the world, seeing the different aspects where you see like you know Kratos. What is he like? He grabs, he swings, he jumps, and he fucking just launches into like these enemies and hits them. Um, you see some of like just the larger than life enemies that you're going to be coming up against. You see the, uh, the homie who that, that, that dude was like, kind of like that dude was an enemy in the first one. Right. The, uh, the dude who's now kind of the homie in, the, in this one. Um, who, the, who was that guy who the, was he, the head or the, or the weaponsmith? Oh, so is that, so was the head now has a body. Is that what's going on? No. Okay. So he was, Oh, the, the homie, I think is that tear. Yeah, I thought so. I thought it was that guy that you were like fighting the entire time in the first game. I had no idea. But oh was, like, no, that that's not Balder. Balder is done. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Yeah, so there's that other dude. Um, and so yeah, it's just seeing the different characters that you're gonna come across in that world. Like it was starting to pull me in as just as of right now, personally, I'm just trying to figure out. I'm plotting out like my my end of year, and so I'm 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 managing my uh my expectations. But th- the game looks fucking awesome. Um, how about you? Where are you at? You day one in this game, A-Dub? It depends on what's going on at the time, what's releasing around it. Uh, if it's the big game and I'm not in the middle of something, then sure, I'll pick it up day one. However, there's going to be a lot of stuff yeah. coming up. Well, oh shit, wait a minute. It's November. Callisto comes out in what, December? Yeah, Callisto and Midnight Suns come out in December. So those will probably be back to back like Jordan 96 97 (laughs) (laughs) but it's so far as Kratos I feel is I feel like there's a big game coming out in October I just forget what it is however I don't know it's looking like my slate might possibly be clear so perhaps I'll be day one and Letting you all see what's going on at twitch.tv slash controlation. <laughs> if you want to see your boy raise his boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, 
overall, what did you think of this state of play? We got we had, we saw some Tekken Eight. Where Tekken we, Eight. We it looks that. phenomenal. I'm not gonna play it ever, but it looks phenomenal. Yeah, we learned that basically Yakuza is now going by the Japanese name, which is uh, like a dragon. So that's just going to be the standard name moving forward for that that series, that franchise. No, right? Um, yeah, and then we saw a Star Wars game as well. So yeah, overall, I mean, overall, I thought it was good. Direct uh, state of play, I should say. Um, I know people are, are usually down on state of plays typically, but um, I think this was even one that you know there. I'm sure there were haters out there, but overall, I think people should should have walked away with at least a couple of games that they might consider purchasing down the line and we got to see god of war which is you know it was a game that was vaporware up until a couple of weeks ago apparently so we we, we now know that 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 is coming out and is coming strong <laughs> overall what'd you think of this state of play i thought it was solid i mean nothing nothing really to you know plan your future on but at the same token saw some new stuff new exclusives further proof that Sony has not abandoned Japan or given up on Japanese games. So everyone should have at least something to be mildly interested interested in at best. But you know how people are didn't have nothing. Nothing I won't. Man, <laughs> Pacific Drive alone, like that's a that's a showstopper for me. And then on top of that sinduality, knowing that Project Eve is coming is still a play. I'm gonna call her. I'm gonna call her Stella. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it was an okay show. I, I give it a B. Okay. All right. Well, let's get into these next topics. We could. We're, we're at like three twenty-seven a dub. So just, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll fly through whatever the next topic is. I know you got some. You want to go into this next one? Yeah, top, man. We, topic we, of the week. Top topic of the week. We had some high profile leaks <laughs> in the past week. Now I'm talking like high profile. I'm like, talking like FBI getting getting into the high profileness yes. of it. <laughs> yes, I'm talking like all the videos taken down, <laughs> official statements being made. Yes, we we got a rock star leak. We got a GTA Six leak. Yeah. So apparently. Some rogue hacker decided to hack Rockstar and had released something around the the amount of 90 video clips for GTA 6 and even some stuff that had the source code in it, which is a massive no-no. But yeah, man, this stuff, it was taken down. But while it was up, your boy got to get a look at it. And I got to tell you, AMC, it was pretty rough. <laughs> Not rough in the sense yeah. that not rough in the sense that it didn't look good or it yeah. just wasn't or it just wasn't what we want. It was in the sense that it's like even before development, <laughs> it was like pre-alpha footage. You're looking at characters running around in checkerboard rooms, like endless checkerboard rooms and things that don't have assets and like little arrows pointing everywhere, denoting the different kind of decisions that NPCs can make in a given situation. It was just, it was like, it was like, go, it was like waiting for a car to be built and going to the shop and all the parts are laying on the floor. Like that kind of thing. It's, you're not supposed to see that. <laughs> they barely, it's from a time period where they barely started. And yeah, man, it's like it was a high profile leak, but in the end, we didn't really see anything. Like, sure, we get, we got to saw what people believe are the two main characters. It's like a, a male and a female. So 
get you woke on. Yeah. <laughs> we saw saw some environments, saw some close up shots on like um, NPC assets, and you could see you could see some kind of improvement in detail and mild improvement in textures. I mean, it's rough. They definitely haven't even done their final pass through all that. Like I'm telling you guys, this stuff was so early. It's nothing to really base your your expectations and your feelings on this is this is what i expect now uh, this is this is what woke gta looks like uh. <laughs> but in that leak i believe they they have a suspect and they're going to get that ass uh, rockstar had to release an official statement letting people know that this leak wouldn't affect the development of the game and you know that it sucks because it does uh, gta 6 did not deserve to be put into the public eye in this manner, like Rockstar likes to wait until stuff is good and ready before they start showing shit. So, you know, keep your hats on. Eventually, we will get the reveal of what will be GTA 6 and all will be right with the world. AMC, how did you feel about this? Um, yeah, so I I personally, I didn't check it out. I've, it's just one of those things, like I knew it was, I knew it was like pre, 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 alpha, alpha, alpha footage. And, you know, it's just one of those things like I, I figured if there was something significant, I would hear about it. And if that were the case, then I would go and check it out. But just based on the reaction, it was more of, and I liked how people did handle it from that sense. Like people weren't condoning it. Like even though everybody checked it out, it was like one of those things like, like the fappening. It was like, we don't condone this, but I'm also going to look at all the pictures yeah. of, these, of these naked celebrities. It's but, right there. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the, it's like the mouse is moving itself. Um, So yeah, it's, uh from what i heard yeah there's like basically everything you described just like nothing really that you can like walk away with and like get an idea of what to expect like it was kind of like you just saw you just i mean it was confirmation that this game is actually happening now people can't say that it's vaporware mm -hmm. um and so yeah that, that's good um uh, and but yeah also the fact that like you know stealing the source code i think there is some stuff about like even like some of the source code of gta online might have gotten out and um then there was even, um, I guess, I don't know if there were rumors or if it was true, but that the person who stole the stuff was trying to then, um, I guess, what is it, uh, bribe or, you know, hold, hold hold it for ransom, let's say. Extort. Extort, get some money for for the, for the what they stole back from 2K. So it just seemed like, a, you know, just an overall, like, bad, bad, like, somebody being an asshole about it. And I like that people weren't condoning it like it wasn't like a thing like oh well this is 2k should just show us the footage this is their own fault like it's like no nah, no people shouldn't do this it's not cool um and so yeah i did like that reaction to it and yeah I, i'm one of those people that i i like to see the the product when the studio is ready to reveal the product because then you know like you think about like you go back to that was it the reveal of I forgot which Uncharted. It might have been the last one, Thief's End or whatever. And you know, like you see Drake like fall through the through the through the through the ground. <laughs> yeah. And people are like, uh, oh. and then um I, I believe it was like that. And then in one of the demos, like they were showing like, you know, that driving sequence and it wasn't starting up, so it was just like the car was just sitting there. Mm -hmm. Um and you know, in certain things like that, it's like, yeah, I don't really need to see that because overall because that's not going to reflect the final product because we know when the final product comes out, it's going to run a lot better. It's going to look more polished, all that good stuff that goes into touching up the game to make it more presentable once they're ready for us to see it. And so because of that, I don't want any of this kind of skewing my opinion. And also I don't want to really support this uh, in any way, shape or form. And so, yeah, uh, I had skipped it, but I'm glad that there wasn't 
a lot to take away. And for the most part, it seemed like people handled it well as far as not just like shitting all over, assuming that this was what the final product was going to look like and thus writing off GTA 6. Yeah. <laughs> but there was another high profile leak mm-hmm. in the same time frame. Yes. Activision Blizzard got hit too. And we got to see some Diablo 4. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, it's funny. Like, not much needs to be said here because of the circumstances. I'll get to it in a second. But yeah, so, some comments I saw online were in the vein of how come nobody's talking about the Diablo 4 leak? And it's like, well, let's look at it like this. We already have seen the game. Uh-huh. It has quarterly updates. We yeah. have gameplay demos. Like, yeah. what are they going to show us that? <laughs> That we haven't already seen. Like, oh, you can see somebody playing the game. I don't want to see somebody playing the game. I want to play the game. I just want to see what systems it's doing, some locations, you know, see the the, the breadth of the customization. And then I'm good. I can wait it out. I don't need to, I don't need to, what is it, delve into every leak. It's like, oh, information. I want to see everything. So, yeah. you know, man, <laughs> save some surprise for yourself. Get out there. Live your life. Get these games when they're ready, not when they leak. AMC, yeah. how did you feel about the Diablo? <laughs> yeah, like uh, commenting on that, like basically, uh, yeah, you know, when people like they complain about it was like Spider Man, they're like, oh, just give me the game. The puddles. <laughs> uh, there's so many, there's so many trailers. Like, just give me the game. Why are there so many trailers? And kind of like with the leaks, it's like you know, you don't have to watch it. Like you don't, you don't like the people who had i guess last of us two spoiled for them you didn't actually have to read the spoilers mm-hmm. you could have just stayed away like you didn't have to go into the threads online to read mm-hmm. what happened um and so i don't know when people stuck like not stumble because they actively and knowingly walked into those situations when they walk into them and you know take in all that information and then get upset because they saw the information um yeah it's just you have choice and you can exercise that choice. Um, and so, yeah, with this one, once again, yeah, I didn't check it out. I've seen enough. I know that I'm getting Diablo. That is a day one purchase for me. And um, yeah, so I, I don't need to see any more Diablo 4. Like, I will read like updates as far as like different characters, if they have any plans, as far as like things coming out uh, down the line, if they plan to roll out after the release of the game or just any more. Yeah, as you, as you mentioned, other information tidbits about the gameplay the mechanics and things along those lines i'm always down to like read about that but as far as you know seeing more footage of the game i'm i'm kind of good at this point and so yeah hearing about a leak i was just like oh cool a thing happened but i am just going to ignore this story and as you said we've already seen a ton of it so there's not really much you can leak that's like saying like oh like we we somehow got footage of people play testing the game at like a convention it's like well people were play testing it so it's not very at this point people have seen it so it's it's not that big of a deal but like there's a closed beta yeah. <laughs> there's gonna be an open beta next year get out of here yeah stop stop hacking stop leaking yeah i mean the other thing i would say with the leaks it's like kind of interesting i mean maybe it's like true but it's kind of funny like i saw like um somebody like posted like oh like like 2k stock like took a hit after like the leak came out for gta 6 and a part of me is like i mean that could be the case but also it's like 
all stocks are taking a hit right now. (laughs) The market's kind of (laughs) down. The market kind of sucks right now, especially for like tech stocks. And then just the idea of like, we'll get into like NPD after this, but like, you know, just people are buying less games. So like just overall, like video game stocks are kind of going down along with tech and just stocks in general um, as the interest rates go up. And so, yeah, like I, I, I feel like it's kind of like one of those things that's uh, video game companies or not video game companies, video game media. Whenever there's a negative story, they always just look at the stock uh, for that day. And if there's like any type of like, you know, sell off of the stock, they're like, oh, this is definitely this is definitely a result of what's going on with whatever in video game news. When it's like, I don't drop 10, it dropped 10 cents (laughs) after this announcement. (laughs) Yeah, which I don't think like most most investors are necessarily also gamers. So I'm not sure they're following, you know, these leaks the same way necessarily as like, you know, people who are on these threads are following them. So I don't know. That's just one of those like pet peeves that you can just throw that on the list of AMC pet peeves that I have with games media. (laughs) Well, let's move into the next topic of the week. Topic of the week. As I mentioned, I will fly right through this. We have August NPD day 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 day. So we have the top twenty best-selling games in the United States for the month of August. A dub number one. We got a new one. Oh no, not another new one. This one being Madden NFL twenty-three three. Going strong. Still going strong. And then we got a at number two. We got another new game, a game that A Dub played and beat, and will never play again. That being Saints Row 2022. <laughs> hey, if they put out a major patch anytime soon, I'll definitely get back in there and mess around with a few more of the ventures. Yeah. We'll just have to wait and see. Number three, A Dub. Oh, this one is a jump up because it got a release on a new platform at the number three spot. A Dub, an oldie but a goodie, Marvel Spider Man. Man, man, man. Let's see. So number four, Elden Ring. Number five, Multiverses. By the way, Multiverses was number one last month, so now it's in the number five slot. Number Elden six, Ring's still, <laughs> yeah, still holding on strong. Number four, baby. Let's see. Number six, Mario Kart Eight, always selling. Uh, seven, Minecraft, always selling. Eight, Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga. Nine, MLB The Show. Twenty two, 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 ten. Two, two. Xenoblade Chronicles 3, and we'll three, fly through three, these three. last couple. 11, Digimon Survive, Horizon 2, Forbidden West, Call of Duty Vanguard, Far Cry 6, Soul Hackers 2, that is a new game at the number 15 spot. Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, Grand Turismo 7, Kirby in the Forgotten Land, Elder Scrolls 5, Skyrim, and 20 to round it off, Pokemon Legends Arceus. Uh, some details, Madden NFL 23, this is the 23rd consecutive year that a Madden NFL franchise release was the best-selling title of its launch month. Madden always shows up strong. Spider-Man, Marvel Spider-Man jumped two-third, uh, two-third on the best-selling titles for August, up from 84th in July. Uh, Marvel Spider-Man was the month's bestseller across tracked Steam titles, so coming out on Steam, getting them, getting them patches, uh, removing them flags. Uh, let's see what else we got here. <laughs> we have the top 10 best-selling games of 2022 so far. Number one, <laughs> it, it, it's going to stay there for a while, A-Dub, Elden Ring. Number two, Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga. Three, Pokemon Legends Arceus. Four, Horizon 2 Forbidden West. Five, Madden NFL 23. Six, MLB The Show 22. Seven, Call of Duty Vanguard. Eight, Grand Turismo 7. Nine, Kirby in the Forgotten Lands, 10, Mario Kart 8, 
And we'll do top five on each individual platform, starting with Nintendo 1, Mario Kart 8, Xenoblade Chronicles 3, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, Kirby and Forgotten Lands, and 5, Pokemon Legends Arceus. For PlayStation, the top five. Number one, Man NFL 22, 23. Saints Row, 2022. Horizon 2, Forbidden West, MLB The Show. And Grand Terms 07 at five. Xbox's top five. Number one, Man NFL 23, Saints Row, Far Cry 6, Elden Ring, Multiverses. And as far as hardware sales, PlayStation 5 was August's best-selling hardware platform in both unit and Dallas sales, dominating both categories. Switch has sold the highest number of units in 2022 so far, while PlayStation 5 leads the market in Dallas sales. And it's about to lead it more in Dallas sales because we got that inflation money coming in. What about inflation money? Yeah. <laughs> um, you got any other quick hits, A-Dub? Quick hits. I got I got a quick hit, and this is body shot. Mm. Uh, we got an announcement from the team over at EA Motive. They're working on a new game. This is the team that's also working on the Dead Space remake due out early next year. Mm. They're giving us Iron Man, 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 man. Yes, in an official tweet from the studio, they say the news is out. We couldn't be more thrilled to collaborate with Marvel Games on an all-new single-player action-adventure Iron Man game. While we're still in early development, this is an exciting new adventure for our studio. So yes, as you guys know, we've gotten Iron Man games in the past. However, none of them have really <laughs> met the bar of what the Iron Man experience could really be in the in the realm of video games. So with with a publisher like EA putting the money behind it and with the team like Motive, and granted, we haven't really seen anything from Motive other than the Dead Space remake, which by all accounts is looking outstanding. Uh, it's nice to know that at least Iron Man is finally getting the shot it deserves to get that AAA treatment and bring something that's really complete and well done to the market. Not to say the other ones aren't complete. You know, I ain't trying to sprinkle that hate out there. But, but you know, it, it's different this time. So it'll be very cool to see what an Iron Man game can do on these consoles as well with the the renewed zeal of Marvel to get top quality Marvel games out there at long last. So Spider-Man already set the bar. Miles Morales continued to grab it and flip around it in, in spider fashion. Uh, we had Guardians of the Galaxy, which did pretty well, especially once it hit Game Pass and people really gave it an honest college try. Yeah, surprise, uh, folks. People people wanted to write it off and then they played it and they're like, wait a second. Yeah. Wait a second. <laughs> nah, not, not as bad as you thought it was. Not as generic as you thought it was. <laughs> but yeah, so we got that. You know, we got Spider-Man 2 on the way as well as Wolverine game and Marvel's kicking it in a high gear. They're they're gonna give us the godfather of it all. They're gonna yeah. give us that Iron Man. Yeah. Don't know if it's don't know if it's gonna be Robert Downey Jr. But, yeah. <laughs> but you know, this this news has me extremely excited. AMC, how do you feel about this development? Yeah, I am excited about this. I want Iron Man to get his due. Um we'll always remember that demo of that was it PS3 Iron Man game that yeah from Sega. We were just 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 taking shots <laughs> like while you're all playing. angles <laughs> just, just just dying <laughs> no i mean like 
it says a lot about like the Iron Man franchise from a video game standpoint when you know the best representation of Iron Man seemingly up until now was you know a shooting gallery on on the VR headset. Yeah, <laughs> VR. Yeah. Um I'm I'm sure that there's been, you know, there's been good representation of Iron Man in other games, you know, like Marvel versus Capcom, things along those lines, but you know, not Iron Man solo on the solo tip. And so yeah, to um to get the new yeah as you mentioned the new marvel behind this you know there's a period where marvel is just like oh you want to make something you want to give us money to do something with one of our things sure here you go have, have it. at it yeah and then you get like an iron man game or you would get like a whatever game and you know there wasn't a, usually a whatever game yeah there was and i don't know if it was like pre pre people giving a fuck what people think about the internet um, as far as like out you know not outrage i guess it is outrage but you know backlash mm-hmm. and so yeah marvel not wanting to have you know the stink of its products um you know come back on them and so or, or i should say disney and so disney you know being more into what they put out there in the world um uh, from from every standpoint not just from the theme park and the movies but now in the video gaming space and so because of that we can hopefully expect a a good if not like you know just a quality iron man experience like that's what i feel like even even with avengers like it wasn't the fact that i think people disliked avengers i just think people didn't love avengers um and so yeah i think like um we can expect a good iron man game is what i'm hoping and it'll be interesting to see what they do with that like i want to see if i'm getting like all the different because iron man's the type of character that is made for you know um an ev- a character evolution as far as from the standpoint of like starting out with the uh you know the the basic suit and then getting all the way up to Hulkbuster Spider Man and things oh, along those lines. If they have the Hulkbuster goddamn yeah. <laughs> I mean and then they I'm sure that they could also if they wanted to do like some co opness, you can get you can get a war machine in there, get, get your boy, get Don Cheeto in there. Um yeah, they could they could do some fun things with Iron Man. Iron Man's a a great character. Um, if they really want to like build that out and give him all his all his due, um, I think this is a good situation. And I wonder if people are you know see that EA is behind it and get a little worried. But as you said, this is EA motive. This ain't dice, and so we can we can. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I think there's a a little more um, is as you said we've seen some good footage of dead space and if they can get any of that stink that good stink onto uh, iron man i think that would be good well there are some people who only smell the bad stink. Uh, they're, they're not having it uh, we got troll of the week troll of the week troll of the week troll of the week wait 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 first troll says EA is never good news. <laughs> Next show says, didn't Bioware already make this game? Referring to Anthem, of course. <laughs> Next show says, ew, this sounds gross. <laughs> good to know that we can never take your opinion seriously about anything. Next show says, I awoke this morning thinking this world needs more Marvel stories and games. <laughs> Next show says probably just a reskin of Anthem. Yeah, uh, I mean Anthem would be pretty dope, so that it wouldn't be a bad starting point. <laughs> if Anthem had a had an Iron Man skin, I probably would have got it. Yeah. <laughs> Next show says awesome. Can't wait for individual pieces of armor to be locked behind microtransactions. Yeah, uh, that would be funny though. Yeah. 
it's like, damn, I'm trying to make that mark 50, but that's just kind of makes so I go work some overtime hours so I can afford this. Bucks, the helmet. <laughs> oh, man. And now last troll says, didn't they learn their lesson with Star Wars? This game is going to be awful. What do you mean with Star Wars? Did they put out Jedi Fallen Order and they killed it? Yeah. <laughs> killed it. Of course, there were other people in there trying to trying to uh, knock down Fallen Order. Like, it was just an okay game. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, dude. Yeah, man. Uh, so, this is an announcement. We barely know anything, but <laughs> we do know enough to know that we don't know nothing. So yeah. all these like hard judgments and feelings about a game that we haven't even seen yet need to calm the fuck down. Look, we're getting another we're getting another dice roll on a good Iron Man game. This is something to be excited about, even if it's just in theory, until we see what's going on. Personally, I choose to remain optimistic because being a pessimistic little belly bitch, that's that ain't the way. <laughs> it's not the way. No, no, the way is to be excited. So, yeah, looking forward to this. Looking forward to more news. I'm sure we'll probably see something not too long after uh, Dead Space remake makes its run commercially. So, I'm looking forward to it. AMC, how do you feel? Uh, feel about what? Feel about trolls, Iron trolls. Man. Oh uh, yeah, um, just in your heart. Yeah, it's it's literally like people being like, "This is dead on arrival," and it's. Literally just a an announcement of a of a thing that's probably just an idea. <laughs> like they're right now, they probably all they have is like the pitch and they have the staff together. But we know nothing. We know very little about this game. So they said this game is already dead on arrival because EA is attached to it. Yeah, you got it. That's that's in the past, baby. We got new EA now. We got yeah. we got Apex. We got Apex single player games coming out. We got we do. We got, yeah, yeah, they have that Apex spinoff coming. Oh um, shit! It's Apex. Um, yeah, we got um, what's it called? We got a Jedi Outcast coming. Um, so yeah, I mean, we Fall got Fallen Order Two. Yeah, we got we got. Oh yeah, that's Outcast. Or, yeah, we it? got. This is I believe so. I, this is uh, this is new EA that we're dealing with. Not old EA. We, we haven't seen loot boxes in a minute in any of their games. I think we're past the days of um, you know the worry when it comes to EA from that standpoint. The early April Fool's jokes that yeah. season. Yeah, they they can't they can only fire Amy Hennig so many times and, and cancel so many games from Amy <laughs> <laughs> um, And so yeah, um, let's get past it. We're we're on to new new bigger better things. So. Get that hate out your heart because when this game gets revealed and it's killer, you're gonna be there day one, playing it all all day and all night. I know I will. Yes, sir. Natural week. Uh do you got you gotta get out of here? You we wanna do any more quick hits? Where are we at? And I, I think I don't have enough time to do what I need to do, so hit them with some more quick hits. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, so no more, no more quick hits? Book. No, yeah. I was going to do some more. Uh, Cyberpunk 2077. People are coming back. Uh, <laughs> Got a spike in sales on Steam. Uh, Got a million people playing each day. <laughs> yeah, I heard that. Uh, I saw somebody posted that. Uh, it, it had the high... It had Basically, it had a single-day highest 
concurrent players um, over The Witcher 3. So more people yes. playing it than The Witcher 3. Something like 86,000 I saw. <laughs> but yeah, this is all coming on the heels of the release of the Cyberpunk Edge Runners anime, which your boy A-Dub completely tore apart. It was it was done very well, especially with the attention to detail in making the anime take place within the same night city that you participate in in the game i think they even have like cuts where they show you the game it, like there's a trailer where it shows you a cut from the game and then it shows that same location in the anime like same vehicles they even have a lot of the same on-screen elements and aesthetics of the game itself like basically it's if they took the assets from the game and made a show out of it it's it puts you in that place. If you've played the game, it conjures memories of events, quests, and NPCs. They have some of the, they have some of the fixers in the game making contact with the crew. So you know it's it's extremely well done, and it's succeeding so much that it's invigorating interest in the game itself all over again. Almost two years later, despite all the backlash and. And the the false start with that with that last gen situation where the game just wasn't up to snuff. So it's it's good to see Cyberpunk being enjoyed because underneath it all, it was a very solid game. I still need to go back and finish it, especially now with the Edge Runners content that has been added to the game. Having seen the anime, the content has a bit more of a draw and an attachment for me, especially when it comes to the the fan favorite character Rebecca, I'm gonna make sure that I get her shotgun. And yeah, man, I'm excited. You know, we also know that the expansion is coming, so there's a lot more Cyberpunk to look forward to. We know CD Projekt Red is committed to it as a franchise. There's gonna be a sequel coming, so yeah, man. There's you you haven't seen the last of Cyberpunk, and hopefully, there's much more to come even beyond what we know is on the horizon. AMC. Does this make you more anxious to start the game up? Oh, totally. Um, yeah, it sounds awesome. I'm glad that the anime is doing good. I'm glad that people are enjoying it. The, actually, that's like pretty much what got me to jump back in was when they did that next-gen patch. Um, obviously discounted it, and I just heard a couple of people go into it on their PS5s with the with the patches and you know that that improved look. And everybody's like, the water the water's warm. It's time to come back in. And um, only positivity from what I've heard since then, which is great. Uh, I love a great comeback story. You know, the comparison will always be No Man's Sky. Uh, they, I, as far as a, a game, you know, not doing well at launch and then being able to turn it around, focus on the people who still give a fuck that are willing to give a fuck that, you know, just want to play a good game and want to jump into that world. Um, fulfilling that promise to them and, you know, No Man's Sky hello games set the uh the standard set the bar and i feel like cd project red took note and they're doing the damn thing now and i'm, I'm glad to see to, to see this story turn around because as i always say i want more great games out there in the world i just don't want more games out there in the world i want great games and so yeah mm -hmm. to bring this game to a respectable you know place state I think that's great because when I jump in, it's going to be right where I need it to be. Well, A-Dub, I'm going to jump into the next quick hit in the next quick Top hit. of the Week. Quick hit, news. quick hit. Uh, we got word now that PSVR 2, that PSVR games will not be compatible with PSVR 2, meaning they will not be backwards compatibility 
or PSVR 2. So, um, uh, yeah. you're not supporting uh, the consoles. Let's see. <laughs> Sony doesn't support it for yeah. Let's see. Sony, uh, Sony doesn't believe in retro game. Yeah. Uh, Jim Ryan. Jim Ryan. But Sony does believe in generations. Uh, let's see. So, uh, senior VP of platform experience, Hideaki Nishino, speaking on the official PlayStation podcast, said that PSVR games are not compatible with PSVR 2 because PSVR 2 is designed to deliver a truly next generation VR experience. Elaborating further, Nishino claimed the new elements of the PSVR 2 hardware, inside out tracking and eye tracking, 3D audio, a 4K HDR display, its controller with adaptive triggers and haptic feedback, meant developing games for PSVR 2 requires a whole different approach than the original PSVR. So, mm-hmm. A-Dub, you know, using the, um, you know, the different generations, the the leap in technology as, you know, as a justification for not having backwards compatibility, do you... Where are you at? You you believe it? You you think that that's a good enough excuse? Where are you at with that? <laughs> I mean, it's not really all me to believe or not. That's what they said. So that's what it is. And you know that you just got to take it as a sign that perhaps they're doing new and interesting things with VR that simply can't support the old shit. So you know you gotta you gotta roll with it, and we'll see when the games are coming. I mean. You know, we got Demio coming. We got mm. Horizon Call of the Mountain coming. So, mm. you know, and these are very interesting forward thinking, like fully featured VR games that we're seeing. And, you know, that it, it's like I said, it's not for me to believe. I'll just see what happens when it comes around. But VR is one of those things. It's still new. So where consoles, we see the leaps between hardware generations getting smaller, perhaps with VR, there's still a lot of meat on the bone for them to make those those large jumps between between iterations. So if anything, it makes me excited for what they're eventually going to reveal to the public and let us know about how VR 2 is going to be functioning. You got any other quick hits, Adele? Quick hits. I got a. I got a quick one. Little small one. We got confirmation that Hollow Knight Silk Song is going to be coming to PlayStation Four as well as PlayStation Five. So it's very exciting. I was mildly upset that Silk Song was going to be launching on Switch and PC first, but with it coming to PS Five and PS Four, if there's any kind of wait, I can deal with that. However, if there's not a wait then I will deal with that too. Definitely going to be getting this game day one, no matter what's going on. I'm looking forward to playing this Hornet and getting back into that imaginative dark world with that rock solid gameplay mechanics traversal and just that challenging combat. Uh, Hollow Knight is an outstanding franchise and Silk Song looks to continue the excellence that some of us know so well. AMC, how do you feel about this? That's great. Um, I still haven't played Hollow Knight, but I own it. All I've heard are great things about it. It's in that backlog. It's on my list of games that I eventually need to play. A dub has highly recommended it. So I think Can't I can wait for your you. opinion. Yeah, I've seen some I, I believe you um when you played it, you posted um clips on Twitch that are now obviously gone because Twitch don't keep shit up. Yeah. Uh, but but I do remember watching at the time and thinking this game looks awesome. And so yeah, I am looking forward to playing Hollow Knight and eventually playing Silk Song sometime down the line. And yeah. I want everything everywhere. I don't get mad when they're not everywhere, but when they are, 
I get happy because more people get to play good things. So I, I think it's great news. Hell yeah. Uh, got any I, quick hits? No other quick hits. You got any more, Adele? I'm fresh out, my friend. All right. You got any final words before we get out of here? Uh, Well, it's going to be cooling down pretty soon. Going to have to bring out the blankets and the cocoa. It's going to mm-hmm. have some, some warm nights in with your significant other or just yourself in either situation. Bust out them video games. Have a good time. Get your girlfriend game on. Get your solo game on. Get your bachelor games. Yes. <laughs> do, do what you got to do. It's the best time to be a gamer, and it only gets better. AMC. This is Control Issues. I am the AMC. And this is a We are Control Issues. Thanks for playing. Sucker.